This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 KYNO. Well, good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio as we start our 15th year every Saturday, 9 to 10. Well, I can't say every Saturday because Christmas fell on, Christmas Eve fell on uh, the 24th on a Saturday, so we weren't here for that show. Uh, but we were all enjoying Christmas. And um, as you know, this show is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors, which has over 4,000 members uh, here locally. We also have over 1,000 affiliates. And those affiliates are lenders, escrow companies, home inspectors, and they provide a lot of resources and information to help the realtors um, help our clients. So um, today we have a affiliate member here, and that is Doug Edwards of DeYoung Mortgage. Good morning. Good morning, Don. It's great to be here. Yeah, um, and I know you were excited to be here. I heard you had a little radio experience. Tell us about that. Yeah, I, I thought I was going to get into broadcasting. Um, I went to Fresno State, and I'm a 1984 graduate. Go dogs. All um, right. I did, I did broadcasting, majored in it, um, had, you know, had a little experience in it, got out, actually sold radio for a while. I just, I, it just didn't, it didn't go on. I felt like I, I, I got a career elsewhere, and uh, I'm happy with it, but I've always had a passion for broadcasting and, and for radio in general, yes. Yeah. Radio is, it, it, it's kind of a special thing to hear it. It's different than hearing something off the iPad or something. Um, okay, so for the last 30 years, you've been in mortgage lending, so you've been involved in in um, homes and, and helping people get into them for the last 30 years. The last three years, you've been with DeYoung Mortgage. Yes. All right, and that's a locally owned company. Yes, it is. Very, very local. You know, I would, I would say for the 30 years, and Don, you know this, in 30 years, we've been through many, many different kinds of markets. Oh, have and, we? And, <laughs> yeah, and I would say what's kept me in it for 30 years, and I really, truly believe what you do is passion. It, it's, it's a passion for uh, home ownership. I think it's a magical thing. And to be on the lending side, to be participating in that has always been very rewarding for me. And I've truly believed that being a lender that is a noble profession. It's a noble profession. You really get a chance to help people in a biggest investment that they've ever made in their lifetime. And helping people is also the best paycheck you'll ever get. Correct. It, it's it's. I mean, yeah, we need to have that paycheck with a few dollars and cents in there, but that's nothing compared to knowing that you help somebody. And um, I had somebody earlier this year that told me after like the eighth offer we made and we finally got it, we closed escrow. I was handing them the keys. They said, thank you for not giving up on us. Wow. And, and I'm thinking, I wasn't giving up. I was hoping they wouldn't give up on me. <laughs> and that's a, that's a real rush. And that, that keeps you going. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. And you know, it's a local company when I can say I went to school with the owner of DeYoung. So yes, and may I say that the Young Properties, um, they've they've been building homes since 1974, but they did have a great milestone this this last week in which they uh, we 
they closed their 8,000th home, 8,000 homes Wow! during that time. That's, that's pretty, pretty remarkable. Yes, That is, because if you put things in perspective, even a large, large subdivision might have 100 homes. So, uh, yeah, yeah. 8,000 is something. Yeah, I mean, when you build entire, like, communities, or you look <clears> back and say, you know, what an impact you had in a community, that's, yeah, mm -hmm. once again, amazing. All right, we also have a, another guest here today. He's no stranger to radio. That'd be Scott Miller. Scott is the CEO of the Fresno Chamber of Commerce. But uh, yes, long sir. all right, long time you've been the owner of Gazebo Gardens. Yep, uh, and Gazebo Gardens just celebrated its 100-year anniversary this last year. Wow. 100 years, 1922. You know, I had no idea you were that old. <laughs> I've only been there for 80 years. No, it's, I, I've been there uh, since 2001. Ah, great. Yeah. Escrow closed right before September 11th. How do you like that? Ah, oh, that gosh, was, that's right. Yeah, I was real stressed out. <laughs> yeah. Tough first year. But you're no stranger to radio. For a long time, you had a show right here on KYNO called Valley Grown. About 10 or 11 years, yeah. Yeah. In that chair. And so for the first few years that I knew Scott, I knew him for like 60 seconds at a time. As I was leaving the, stu the <laughs> yeah. studio, you were coming in. Yeah. We had 60 seconds to Just a quick get to know five, one. Of. And then we were out. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, good to have well, you on congratulations here. Congratulations on your 15 years on the air. That's amazing. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think that. I mean, right? You're the. You're probably the the champion for 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 this uh, broadcasting uh, group. I would. Well, I, uh, it has been a while, yeah. but the last eight years we've had Bobby Thistle as the production manager. So. I've had something that Derek Carr didn't have, and that is stability. <laughs> <laughs> and that's helped make it 15 years. Oh, boy, am I going to get in trouble for that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of stability, what better way to be stable than to own your own home? And, and Doug, I want to ask you how, uh, about the opportunities that first-time homebuyers have. We, uh what what's out there now for first time home buyers? Well, I would think the biggest one of the biggest things here locally is that beginning January first, we did have an increase in our FHA limit, and that that is really I think going to help. It previously it was four hundred twenty thousand six eighty, that has gone up now to four hundred seventy two thousand and thirty. That's a substantial increase, and you know it, it's. It's not for everybody, an FHA loan. I mean, certainly if you qualify for a conventional, that, that's a great way to go as well. But what that increase does is allows you to participate in the FHA program, which does um, have a little more relaxed standards as far as your FICO scores, a little more relaxed standards as far as um, your debt to income ratios, which we can get into a little bit later, um, but just more opportunities. And the prices have, you know, obviously eased. So I, I do believe that 2023 and going forward is a great opportunity for the first-time buyer. And I know, Don, you're going to ask me some questions about how to get prepared for that. Um, oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
Um, so the FHA limit of 400, the new one, of $472,030. Yeah. I, I cannot believe the $30. Went. Uh, Somebody in Washington, D.C. must have come up with that calculation. I, yeah, that's, I, I never can understand. Why can't you just make it an even? I, I, that's. It would be devastating if they rounded down and got rid of the 30 bucks. <laughs> Darn it. You just, you're 30. Yeah. You never know just, when you're going to need that 30 bucks. Though. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But on a 30 year mortgage. <laughs> All right. So what is, you mentioned conventional. What are the advantages, or, or why would somebody want to go FHA or need to go FHA rather than conventional? And then what are the advantages both ways? Yeah, well, like I said, the, the FHA, it's a great program. been going on for a long, long time. And it's really just an opportunity for particularly a first-time buyer. It can be used for you know someone that's that's actually bought before. The differences are in a conventional loan, <clears throat> if you qualify for one, um, you do not have to pay necessarily pay the uh, the mortgage premium, which is attached to an FHA loan. Um, but typically, your conventional loans require at least five percent down, where FHA is three and a half. So F the advantages of FHA: less money that you'd have to put down, possibly a lower FICO score if you have some other things going on to your favor. And also, um, of course, the debt ratios. A conventional loan really looks at about a 43% ratio. That is your total expense versus your income. Now, is that gross income or, gross. or net? That is gross. Okay, so that's before that, yes. they take your taxes yes. out. FHA, we have seen actually go up to about 50%. And once again, this really depends on each individual profile, but that is one of the other things that if somebody's in that FHA, you know, realm there in within those limits, um, they can acquire home ownership where they may not have been able to before. Why would FHA allow someone to go to fifty percent? Uh, are there compensating factors or? It's government insured, so mm -hmm. that's that's what you pay for in your your mortgage insurance premium, and there's two different ways you pay that. One, there's an upfront fee, which is 1.5% of the mm -hmm. ba the balance, if you will. That can be financed. So so you actually, in an FHA loan, would have your, your loan amount, but then you also have your total loan amount, which includes that mortgage insurance premium. So you pay the insurance premium that way, and then you also pay it on a monthly basis. That, once again, if, if you can get somebody into a conventional loan where that premium is not there or less, then that's something to look at. That's why it's very important that when you are using a lender, that the lender prov you know, provides options for you, provides you mm -hmm. options. doesn't just fit you into one little corner here. Well, I like that. Options is the great thing. I remember helping... Uh, well, my sister out in in, in getting a credit card, and um, she what had the financial maturity to have options. She she didn't have to go with just what you know that advertisement put out there. Um, she was able to ask, well, what else do you have, and do you have something that doesn't 
give away points, but just as a lower interest rate. <laughs> and um, so I complimented her on options. You know, she had worked herself into a position where she had those options. So, yeah, that, I mean, one of the things, Don, that happened during the reforms, if you will, if you recall, that was, what, 15 years ago, the 2008, 2009. Right. There was a time when it was, you know, profitable for someone, a loan officer, let's say, to put somebody into a certain program because that program may have paid them more. That's not the case today. You, you know, a lender pays a loan officer based strictly on the what's the loan amount and what kind of, you know, payment do you get on that loan amount? How, how much are we paying you? We don't pay you more for putting somebody into this account, this, this type of loan or this type of loan. It simply has to be what is best for the borrower. Yeah, I like that. What's best for the borrower. And I have to imagine, and we're going to talk about this in the next segment, about sitting down and being able to see the loan officer and the loan officer being able to see the client and as opposed to doing it all online. Yes. So, I, I, that was, once again, we're talking 30 years ago, but that used to be a requirement. This was the company that I was at. Mm -hmm. That, yeah, you can talk all you wanted on the phone, but you had to have that one face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. And I really welcomed that. That that really brought it home. And that's where you really formed that relationship and that trust with that bar, with that customer. Mm -hmm. And I know that uh, from my own experience, being able to see somebody, and when I explain, let's say I explain what FHA is, um, if they still have that blank look mm -hmm. on their face even though they said uh-huh <laughs> you know you got to do it again which is perfectly fine i mean i will always say to anybody that's working with me is that here there's one rule regarding your mortgage regarding mortgage there's no stupid questions yeah that's the rule mm -hmm. uh, ask me anything that you want i matter of fact i welcome it because you know I want, I want to educate you as much as possible yeah all right, and it's like the kids told us uh, a few weeks ago on the uh, radio show we had about the essay contest and what a home is really all about. You have to know what your, your obligations are so that you can secure that home for the long term. That is so important. Yes. Um, with that, we are going to our first commercial break, so stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 KYNO. There's a whole other me that you need to see. Go check out my space. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. And um, you know that commercial break was perfect for this whole thing we had scott miller on there talking about buying local and all the advantages of it and that was uh, a commercial on there then the online or the intro music was online which is something that hey you can do now i guess you have the option uh, of of applying for a mortgage loan online however if you do that you might not be dealing with a company that was four times the people's uh, choice for the best mortgage company. And that is, is that something that uh, DeYoung Mortgage accomplished? Yes, it is. And we're very proud of that. Very proud of that. Yeah. And that's as of this, this last year, too. 
it, it, and I'll, more than likely, the people that voted were locals. That's I, that's right. I just can't imagine much of a relationship being built. Uh, well, that's naive for me to say because some people do, but it's just not the the uh, when you're local, you can actually say, you know, I didn't understand that, Doug. Can you explain that to me again? Whereas it's it's much harder online, um, and I've got a story to tell that I told a couple of months ago about somebody who got a mortgage. They did a cash-out refi online, and uh, they did talk to the guy on the phone several times who assured him, no problem, no problem, and they kept on going. And by the way, these people have told me it's okay to tell their story because they don't want anybody else to have this happen. But their home of 30 years is it, it's it's in jeopardy okay. we're gonna see what happens but they di they did a cash out refi with this company who took them from a two percent loan that they had to a 12 percent hard money loan um, the company took twenty three thousand dollars worth of loan fees on a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar mortgage their payment more than doubled and they didn't understand this. It was all online. And when they called me. Legal? Uh, is pardon? That, uh, honestly, is that legal? Well, who's I mean, it certainly yeah. sounds unethical. <clears throat> okay. You, I, I love that question because here's the thing. No, it's not legal it, 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 to do something like that. And by the way, the cash out that they got was 10 bucks. That was their refund. However, Here's the kicker, and this is what made it legal, is they got tricked into turning it into a business loan, not a residential loan. Wow. Uh -huh. um, they signed a paper, not real, or realizing all that they were doing, that it was a, that property was used for business purposes, not, not as a residence. And wow. um, online, it was probably click, 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 and, and that was how it went. Yes. So it is so important to deal locally. Yes. It, Don, I mean, the four-time award, <clears throat> there's a reasons for that. Um, and also, I can give you some advantages of dealing locally. And I've got some really strong, you know, feelings about what a lender should do and how they should be offering customer service, which... De Young Mortgage, we score very, very high. We, we actually survey every single borrower that we have. And the three categories that we go by are the, is this. Were you offered options, number one? Were you approved in a timely manner, number two? And were you prepared for closing, number three? Now those three, to me, over 30 years, that's perfect because that really sums it up, and here's why. Where was I offered options? If you're dealing with someone like us that's local, we're going to be able to know you, know your profile, know where you're looking to buy. That allows us to offer you the proper options. And also, we also can offer you the appropriate rate option. Do you wanna you know, pay a higher rate and get some money back from, as a lender credit, or do you wanna pay a lower rate? Are you capable of, pay, of buying your rate down? Those things, are something that you gather when you're dealing with somebody face-to-face, -face, like you say, Don. Um, 
was was I approved in a timely manner? Very important um, because and I think we have an advantage locally when we're dealing with our borrowers is that we can ask for the proper documentation because that's what getting approved in a timely manner needs is the documentation. You can't just go online and say, I make this and I make this and I make this. Sure, you may be able to get some certificate that says that you qualify, but that's that's not documented. So that's another thing that we can do locally. And third, was I prepared for my closing? This deals with transparency. Your lender needs to be transparent, needs to be honest, needs to be upfront. When you go to close, there should be no surprises, no surprise fees. Um, you should go in there knowing what you need to bring in to close this loan. Being local, we know what the local property taxes are. We know the certain fees. Someone else outside may not know that. And you may get down to the closing where now you have some kind of real issue and now we've got you know some time on our hands and we don't have something that closes and all that. So those areas are really, really important. Elizabeth Cabral is my associate there at the Young Mortgage. She's amazing. Um, we offer a real personal touch. And, and once again, going back to the local aspect, you can come see us. We, we welcome that um, to get that face-to-face -face, uh, upfront and personal uh, touch. So here's one. I went with a client one time to get pre-qualified. Pre, uh, pre and he spoke really well and eloquently, but he was sweating. And I, <laughs> I, I said, Ray, are you... You know, are you getting sick? Or are you all right? He goes, no, I'm just nervous. I said, why would you be nervous? I mean, he had a solid job, solid income. He goes, no one in my family's ever owned a home before. Oh. And, uh, you know, it, 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 the loan officer did such a great job mm. of calming everything down. That's right. That's very important. And, you know, what people are they do get afraid of they they are afraid of that finance part of it it doesn't need to be that way mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be that stressful if you have someone that's really working with you understands the situation i mean we're we're in it to get loans closed obviously i will also say though we're also in it for home ownership and don i know that that, that you'll agree with me on this we do not want someone getting into a home that they later on quickly can't afford, don't enjoy. We're after home ownership. When they get in there and they enjoy their home, they enjoy, they can, they can make their payments. Um, they want to now buy another home. Um, the process has all been good. So, you know, I think we lost that back when, you know, we, we really had to make some corrections. We lost, uh, you know, hey, it's all about this person that's getting in there, getting into their, having this experience of home ownership. Is this a good experience? I think it's very important. Yeah, it should be a good one. And, and now I think a lot of people are going to think, well, DeYoung Mortgage, you probably just do the loans for DeYoung Properties, the home builder, but you do them for others too. You that's, that's correct. We are a mortgage broker. Um, we are, do a very, very good job of resale of doing uh, loans for resale homes as well. Um, DeYoung Properties as a whole, uh, we are an affiliate. They encourage um, DeYoung Mortgage to go outside and help other people other than those that are buying their properties. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, if, if there's any question at all about, well, if we go with DeYoung Mortgage, then we have to buy a DeYoung home. That is not 
the case at all. Mm -hmm. And I would think there's even some opportunity for refinances right now. And somebody's going to say, well, wait a minute, if I, if I have a 3% rate from a few years, a couple years ago, why would I refinance? True, you probably wouldn't if you have a 3% rate. But there are people out there that bought homes uh, using private money financing that might have a 10% interest rate. And if they've got their credit situated and in a good spot, now they can refinance. And um, mm -hmm. do, do you mind seeing people maybe before they're actually ready? Like that, let's say that person comes to you and they're not quite at, you know, uh, they, they, don't, they don't quite have all their debts paid down. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And another aspect of that too is we, you know, we have X amount of cash buyers too, Don that later on may want to get a refinance. You know, that's basically ah. what it would be, you know, technically. Um, we, we also offer, we just have a lender that came on board with us that um, we're feeling that the equity market may come back, home equity. And you know, and you, you, that needs to be done correctly and right. But those that got in at two and a half percent or 3%, they, now they've been in for a while, maybe they want to build that pool. They got a wedding they're planning. They had a big vacation. Uh, it, it may be an opportunity to tap into their equity in, mm -hmm. in, a, in a way that which is you know, appropriate. <laughs> and, and if you do that, if you tap into your equity, you better deal with somebody local. That's right. One of the biggest problems we had back in 2008 was it was our, the, the three or four years previous was our first run at online mortgages. So many people overdid the cash out refi mm -hmm. to the point where they lost their home. Yes. So when we get back from our next commercial break, we're going to be talking more and uh, we're going to be going to the Fresno Chamber of Commerce and see what's up their sleeve. All right. Stay tuned. I'm proud of the house we built. It's stronger than sticks, stones, and steel. Not a big place sitting up high on some hill. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino for Welcome Home Radio and the Fresno Association of Realtors. And the first half of the show, we've been talking with Doug Edwards of DeYoung Mortgage. And um, I think that between Doug and I, we perfectly set the table for our other guest, which is from the, he's the CEO of the Fresno Chamber of Commerce. Scott Miller. So, did we stress the point local enough? Uh, no, not enough. We can always <laughs> talk. We can always talk more about uh, about how important it is uh, to do business with local companies in in, in general, not, and not just in the mortgage uh, arena. Although, you know, I, the, a point that you brought up that that really kind of hit me and uh, is that. People are, especially first-time buyers. I remember being a first-time buyer, and I think, and I've done, you know, now I've been around Fresno for many years, and I've I've lived in a lot of homes and bought a lot of other homes. Um, but those first couple times, you are scared. You do need somebody to kind of hold your hand and explain it to you, and explain the pitfalls, and and help you find a, a, a path through it all. I think many years ago, I believe my first home loan the the cost of my house was about forty eight thousand dollars <laughs> yes but the interest rate 
I believe was seven and a half or eight percent. And uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine what people would say to you if you got in that range right now? I was I was eleven <laughs> percent. Really? My first time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so. So I had this discussion with somebody earlier this week who said, "We, you know, us millennials, we don't want to hear that <laughs> your first loan was fourteen percent or 17. Uh He he said because um, you know houses cost forty eight thousand, sixty thousand. Yeah. I said, "Yeah, but minimum wage was like two dollars and thirty five cents." You know, a, co- a commission on um, on a forty thousand dollar house didn't even break four digits. <laughs> so, right. yeah, I mean, yeah. you might have got a check for eight hundred bucks, nine hundred dollars, right. and um, that was it. So, you know, it's all relative. It's changed, but um, yeah. But what hasn't changed is the need to be local. Yeah. Well, and that's the the I, I remember we have we had we're still friends uh, with the with the person who made us our first mortgage years and years ago, and uh, and she really walked us through. We were we were young buyers. We were we had jobs, my wife and I, but we just you know we just didn't know how to put the pieces together, and a local lender uh, helped us through it. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, thank you for what I don't think people think about that aspect of it enough when it comes to doing business locally i think there's a lot you know it sounds like a buzzword and everybody kind of understands what it means but one thing the pandemic did across a a variety of industries was kind of put the focus back on local there were more businesses mom and pop businesses that started during the pandemic and every you know little retail stores i'm I'm sure everybody who's listening uh, today can think of some little retail store, some little local online business, Etsy shops and people making things and everything from mortgages to clothing. Now there's sort of a more of a focus on local. And I think it's a great thing because when you co- when it comes to the fabric of a community and what it takes to make a good community, it's the uh, it's the nursery for instance that'll sponsor a little league team or the the fact that you can go into various businesses and meet the founder meet the owner meet the kids of the people who own it who are hanging around inside the business and that's everything from local banks at the <coughs> at the uh, larger end again down to a, a a knit shop or a pet store being able to walk into a place and and see the people that live with you in your community and do business with them there's something special about it and it's a misconception that it's uh, that it's always more expensive to do that or that you're going to save money with an online uh, solution to anything and the example that you gave earlier about the the people who got uh, taken pretty, pretty badly taken by an online mortgage company is is a perfect example because where can they go to look somebody in the eye? You know, if a local business makes a mistake, you walk through the front door and say, hey, you've made a mistake and will you please help make it right? Mm -hmm. These people will never have that opportunity. So, right. there's my spiel. All right, so as the CEO (laughs) of the Fresno Chamber of Commerce, did you think that a lender and a realtor would be pounding on that, that it's gotta be local? (laughs) Yes. Okay. <laughs> Boy. I know that's not what you want me to say, but yeah, this is the lens through which I see the world. Mm. All right. So, and and ironically, 
uh, over the Christmas holidays, I got a phone call from an old client. Uh, I've sold them a couple of homes before. Well, they now have moved to um, the Riverside County. And she said, I have a listing for you. I want you to sell our home now. I said, well, aren't you in Riverside County? She goes, yeah, but you know, we're, we're moving to Arizona. I want you to be our agent. You are licensed in California, aren't you? I said, yeah, California is our licensing agency. And she said, and I said, no, I, I really can't do it because I don't know enough about your local market. Mm-hmm. And she said, but you're really good, Don. You'll figure it out. What I did is I referred her to somebody that is really good in that area. I told her that I might be good here. I'll be bad in Riverside County because <laughs> I don't have the local knowledge. So yeah. what what does the Chamber of Commerce do? The Chamber of Commerce, uh, our, our local Fresno City County Chamber is the oldest uh, uh, business organization in the Valley. We were uh, established in 1885. We have the largest <coughs> membership um, of businesses in the valley, uh, and and basically we exist to uh, assist business through education. We have a lot of educational programs, both that are directed at helping businesses and directed at the community to help the community understand business. And uh, uh, we also do a lot of advocacy. We're a very large, uh, you know, pack. Uh, we have we do government affairs. Um, and uh, and then of course there's the mixers the that every people think of the chambers of commerce as uh, mixers and ribbon cuttings and we certainly love that part uh, but it's just a small part of what we do and uh, when it's appropriate to talk about it I'd like to talk about the political academy the the chambers San Joaquin political academy is let's is, do it so uh, it uh, this year. Uh, the first uh, the first class of the political academy is going to be tw- the February 21st but essentially what it is is a program I went through it many many moons ago uh, but it's a program to train uh, people who are potential candidates for office uh, business friendly people uh, and to give them the tools that it would take to get elected um, and to uh, to navigate the the political scene it's pretty complicated to do that it's it's like uh, getting your first loan running for office the first time there's a lot of pitfalls uh, a lot of uh, connections that you need to make figuring out how important uh, fundraising is versus the the ground game and so forth and this political academy uh, gives people those skills how long does this academy last Uh, it's about four months uh, meets uh, every uh, once a week for about two hours in the evening and we'll have different speakers uh, that uh, that you meet with and, and run through so you you um, you start the program it starts with a retreat and uh, whether you uh, some people who take the program aren't aren't looking to run for office immediately sometimes they're staffers for uh, elected officials sometimes they're people who uh, Come from organization. I believe we're. I believe we're going to have a couple of realtors uh, who go through it this this time around. Uh, some because they're interested in in politics. It's it's really just people who are 
we, we would like to see people who would have the potential to run for office because we really, really need good business-minded people to run for office. And uh, you know that's, that's a challenge in the past 20 years or so. Mm -hmm. um, I know I've been to speak with, uh, up in Sacramento, speak with some of our legislators, and they've got these wonderful idealistic ideas, but they don't have any pragmatism to them, any business sense. And, and so we have to say, well, yeah, you could do that, but here's the unintended consequence. Um, yeah. There's a bill going out there right now. I, you know, I don't know that it's ever going to pass, but it will limit the amount of a security deposit that a, a landlord can can charge. Well, the unintended consequence is there's not going to be a lot of new fresh paint when some you, somebody goes to move in. Why, why should the landlord... Uh, repaint, recarpet, really fix it up when um, they're limited on the deposit they can take. So that's the mm -hmm. unintended consequences that uh, politicians actually need to know. And it's again, we're we're here on on the uh, on your show talking about real estate issues, but in almost every industry, we need uh, we need people in politics to understand. A little bit the basics of how they work there's a lot of bad policy in the in the pipeline uh, even locally that that uh, we would we need to work on okay with that we're going to our next commercial break but stay tuned to welcome home radio 940 KYNO if I could just come in I swear I'll leave won't take nothing but a memory well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and here in the studio we have Scott Miller, the CEO of Fre the Fresno Chamber of Commerce. We have Doug Edwards of DeYoung Mortgage, and um, I do want to go to the, you know, we've really pounded the idea of being local, uh, and that's huge. Um, there's an economic impact of, um, let, let's say you're able, you're, you ref, let's say you finance a home, uh, and you finance it with an online company out of New York. Um, what happens economically to our local economics? Um, can I start with you, Doug, on that one? Uh, <laughs> what? Well, I mean... Escrow would still well, yeah, that that's part of it. If you go online, that's probably not going to involve one of our local escrow companies. So that's we can think of that definitely. So they would not get the uh, escrow fees. Um, there is a you know, title officer involved, an escrow officer involved, right? So those are jobs too, those not just jo fees. Correct, jobs and fees. You know, and I, I would just say, like we said in the break, that you know, you're if you're trying online and I, we see this often, right? So somebody's approved online, and I will, I'm just gonna be really frank here. I know that DeYoung Properties right now, there's at least two online lenders that if a buyer comes to them and has a pre-qualification from an online lender, they do not accept that pre-qualification mm -hmm. because it's simply on paper only, right? So the ramifications of that, you could think you're qualified and you get down to the end, and like I said, Don, you have the possibility of an entire sale falling apart. 
in the real on the real estate end. So, well, and and here's a situation I ran into last year. Um, somebody had refinanced their home um, through uh, a, a big national online company who did their own escrow and their own title search. Now, here here's the problem, and it set them up for a, a problem. When they bought it originally just the guy owned it they he since got married uh well when they did the refinance they put it the the trust deed under both names but yet the grant deed was just under one name if that had gone bad if that relationship had gone bad there's a title issue there because one person owns the home but two people own the liability Mm-hmm. So, wow, yeah, um, but you know they cut corners, probably saved a few hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean there's there's a a huge online lender that you know I've been we've been reading about. Um, they're they're having to really kind of readapt to the new marketplace, and why I say that is, yeah, we've talked about refinances, and that's still important to go local. But it you know it's possible for someone to go online. A refinance isn't as personal. It's you know as a purchase loan is, so it's possible to do that. But it, so this online lender did this huge amount of refinance business, but they're not capable of being really good in the purchase market. And that's what you always have to be good at. You always have to be solid in the purchase market because refis come and go. But so they're struggling. They're they're mm-hmm. they're they're losing some of their market share and losing their way because of the change in the marketplace. And last year too, when we had so many multiple offers, uh, if a realtor was representing their seller and let's say they laid out on the table five different offers that they received, that one that had the reputable local lender had the advantage. Oh, um, it should, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Be- absolutely. Because you pick up the phone and say, hey, Doug, what happened? <laughs> right, we're accountable. Yeah. Things. <clears throat> well, that's a, that's a huge thing, that accountability, the, the, just the ability to go in there and, A, know that you're not spending more money. Yeah, I, you're really not spending more money to go local. But more importantly than that, you're able to look somebody in the face and when – in. Nine out of ten times, everything goes right. But on that time when things don't go right, having somebody who's there to help you and walk you through it and be accountable is there's no amount of money that'll make up for that. When something goes badly wrong, and you can't, we've all had that experience, right? Where there's uh, and and we know the the types of companies, those big, huge, giant global companies, something goes wrong, whether it's with your internet service or all you know all the way you, you and you can't find somebody to to talk to or it's a call center <laughs> in another country it makes your life miserable and when it comes to something as huge as a home purchase uh, i will never do business uh, with anybody other than local how's that there you go <laughs> yeah, that is strong <laughs> i i received a solicitation call on uh, one of my properties that's on Calamerna Avenue. And the guy, he, he, it was a lender, and he was looking to see if I needed to pull cash out. And he goes, I'm a local 
neighborhood expert. But when he totally botched the pronunciation of Calamerna, I said, you're local? <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, I am. I said, do you know what a Calamerna, you know, what a Calamerna is? Uh, no. I, <laughs> I said, it's, it's the fig, which is a fruit that was really big here in our valley for a long time. And anyway, I didn't refinance with him. <laughs> I mean, come on. You got to at least. That's a heck of a quiz to give somebody, though. Like, uh, name, name this variety of fig. Yeah. You're, tough, you're, you're a tough uh, guy. Uh, you're, you're lucky I didn't get tough on you on this show. I could have been. All right. Well, you know what? I knew he was lying to me when he said he was a local guy. And. You know, we do have contact or, or caller ID. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, anyway, um, I would like to ask for your best advice, Doug. Um, and with you being in the mortgage business, what's your best mortgage advice? Well, that I, I'm glad that you asked me that question. And it's obviously the elephant in the room, right? It's the interest rate environment, <clears throat> right? So what I really what I want to say is, you know, Don, you, you mentioned it earlier. Yes, I did buy my first home at 11%. And, you know, that's that's something that we all want to say, but it's absolutely true. The Here's what you need to know. Interest rates today have settled down. We're, you know, like in the mid fives to 6%. They've settled down. It is a great time to buy. Out there, do not, you know, say, no, I'm not buying upside. The rates are too high. The rates are too high. Do just please don't take that kind of a, an approach to it. Um, historically, they're still low, believe it or not. Yes, they are. Um, and here's the thing. The feds are going to meet again at the end of the month. They're going to raise the interest rate again. It's probably going to be like a half a point or something. What you need to know out there is that that, that does not correlate to a half percent increase in mortgage rates. It doesn't work that way. So if you're thinking that today's rate is 5.5%, oh my gosh, the Fed now has raised it a half a point, now it's going to be 6%. That's not the way it works. Matter of fact, there are some occasions where after the Fed meets or leading up to the Fed, we've actually seen some improvement in rates because the lenders have already factored in the increase. And if it's less than what they think it is, then we've seen some, some improvement in the rates. So once again, back to our original point, you need to be checking with us and checking with your local lender on what the rate environment is. And that those interest rates, bear in mind, are very individual. You can say in general that interest rates are 5.5%, but it's still up to each individual portfolio. What's your FICO score? How much money are you putting down? And that's another thing that an online lender will not know, will not be able to know. Mm -hmm. We will because we know, what you, we, know, we know who you are, how long you've been on the job, What's your credit look like? All that. So that's what I would say. Don't shy away from the market because you're hearing this and you're hearing that and interest rates are scaring you. Homeownership is always, will always be the best investment that you make. Because you can use it too. It, that's it, correct. You can live in the home. Scott Miller, what what's your best advice for all of us? <laughs> well, uh, my best advice for people who are looking to potentially run for office or learn more about local politics to, to come and find out more about our San Joaquin Political Academy, and they can do that at www.fresnochamber.com. 
but in general, uh, it's always great to buy local, to, to, sh to think about the community that you live in when you're making your purchases. There are uh, every purchase that you make at a locally owned business, the dollars will circulate in your community and go to fixing the roads, uh, hiring more police, you pay your, you know, make sure that when you spend money, spend your sales tax in the place that you live because you're going to pay taxes anyway. Spend it in the community where you live in a way that benefits your neighbors. My wife and I were driving to the coast one time and I stopped for gas in Los Banos. And she said, why are you stopping for gas? You still have a half a tank. I said, because I want my gas tax to stay here in the valley, <laughs> right. not over on the coast. Yeah. I've done that many times. Is that not a diehard? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to thank both Scott Miller and Doug Edwards for helping out today. And especially our listeners, thank you very much. We'll be back again next week. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 KYNO.